like his last or two weeks ago when I went to Boston, I I ate bad for five days straight instead of the planned three, and uh, <laughs> I gained I gained ten pounds. Holy oh, shit! shit. Yeah, well, you know, there's a road trip involved, so that's 15 hours of eating like crap just to get me stay awake and oh, uh, gas station garbage. Yeah, and so yeah. you know, I had a lot of monster, and uh, <laughs> when we got there, I had a lot of crap, and yeah, but it took me a week to a week and a half to lose it again. So I remember the Snapchat conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was rough. That was a rarity. That was fucking funny. <laughs> I wish I could upload that to here, but I don't know how. Oh, man. That was just, oh, it was like, Shane, have a look at this turd. I'm like, fucking hell, that's bad. <laughs> I nicknamed it uh, Poop Gia because of like, a little bit. Oh, <laughs> uh, Ryan, you should have seen it. It was fucking priceless. You had to be there. Wow. Oh, yeah, I'm jealous. I'm jealous, man. <laughs> I mean, there was that snap of the fart on it. <laughs> <laughs> that's when I was trying to see if I could upload oh, a computer. That's one. That's my best part of all time. That was fucking awesome. <laughs> that put all of ours to shame. <laughs> I don't know that about that. That was my best part of all time. <laughs> and I, and I grade them each and I every do. time. Yeah. Ryan, seriously, <laughs> it was just beyond epic. It, it put our 15-minute episode special to shame. I wonder if I could play it. <laughs> you want me to see if I could play it in the microphone? Oh, that would be funny. Oh yeah, here we go. Now we're ready. I'm gonna try. Hold on, it's on through Snapchat, so it's gonna take a second. Yeah, get it up there. All right, let's see. The hush <laughs> comes over the crowd. I really hope this comes through. All right, let's see, I'm in Snapchat. Uh, stories, memories. Okay. All right, let's see. I have a lot of bullshit on here. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right, tell me, tell me if you can hear this. Wait, I have my sound off. <laughs> I'm trying to be as quiet as possible. I'm like holding my breath. All right, tell me if you can hear this. sound effect track <laughs> See, right, combined with the fart i did where ryan thought i was moving heavy furniture across the room <laughs> that's funny oh we'll put we'll put that in the record of farts that sound like things yeah <laughs> <laughs> were you like holding that for a few hours and you're like all right the time has come open up snapchat well when i was at my biggest i would uh eat pizza puffs and monster and have snacks all the time so i was always fully loaded and ready to go so that wasn't actually rare i would do that a lot (laughs) (laughs) man oh my god that was good fantastic on that note let's get this show started (laughs) i trust you are recording and you have the uh, backup Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Back up to the backup is backed up. Welcome to All You Need Is Blood, the UHM Horror Podcast, with your hosts, Ryan, Shane, and Mike. 
So, everybody, welcome to episode 52 of All You Need Is Blood, uh, the official podcast of UpcomingHorrorMovies.com. I'm joined, as always, by my two co-hosts, Michael Whittemore and Shane Smith. Boys, how's everything going today? Pretty well. All right. <laughs> Silence and clicks. Uh, so we like <laughs> to get together, talk about horror movies, talk shit to each other, and other various nonsense, including but not limited to music, games, comics, books, pretty much anything that comes up. Um, so again, we're the official podcast of UpcomingHorrorMovies.com. You can hit us up on our Gmail, all you need is bloodpod at gmail.com. Our Facebook group, All You Need Is Blood. Uh, we're on Instagram, All You Need Is Blood Pod. Uh, <laughs> there was an attempt there. <laughs> oh, that was just me f- belching. Sorry. Oh, oh, we didn't notice. No one noticed. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> you can catch us on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud. And uh, hopefully soon on um, Spotify. So just type in all you need is blood and uh, and subscribe when you see that come up. That's about it. I was chatting to a friend of mine because um, I went to the tattoo studio on Friday. And my mm-hmm. friend Annie said there was like pod- podcast addict, mm-hmm. um, the app on there. We've got 200 uh, subscribers on there. Yeah, that's what I use. I use podcast addict. Yeah. What the, I have never heard of that. What is that? Uh, you have an Android? Yes. Yeah, it's um, it's just a podcast app. Oh, okay. And it, it's really good because it, you can not only search um, through just all, all kinds of different RSS search engines and stuff, Spotify and you know a bunch of other crap. It'll it'll go through all those, but you can also set it to search through iTunes. So there's a you know some podcasts are only available on iTunes, and you could search the iTunes library, and it all it compiles it all into one location. That's awesome. Yeah, so it's just re- it's really easy to to sort of use and keep because I listen to a bunch of podcasts and it's easy to keep track of that stuff. And you, there's all kinds of settings you can set it to, you know, okay, automatically update these ones so I get a notification when there's a new episode, or don't update, you know, only update these when I tell you to. Yeah. So it's pretty interesting. I like it. And we are definitely on there because that's how I well I'm subscribed. Not that I listen to our own podcast, but I make sure things pop up. <clears throat> Ooh. Ooh. Well, say. <laughs> Ooh. So before we get started, um, <laughs> I wanted to go over a couple announcements we have. Announcements in the All You Need Is Blood world. Um, on June 16th, which is next week from when we're recording this, um, I'm going to the Night of the Living Zomcom, uh, hosted by Connecticut Cult Classics in Seymour, Connecticut, and they're doing a showing of Shaun of the Dead and Return of the Living Dead. Awesome. In a movie theater. I am so pumped. This is going to be fucking awesome. And our podcast is actually a sponsor of the event. Woo! So that's, so that's interesting. So we're going to get a nice little shout-out from the guys there, uh, and uh, we'll have a nice little ad that pops up on the big screen. I'll be sure to take a picture of that and share it with the Facebook group and Instagram and stuff. I'm so That's proud awesome. that you're actually whoring us out, Brian. That's yes, great. absolutely. Full <laughs> whore mode. Yes. We're <laughs> podcast sluts, bitches. Yes. <laughs> um, and uh, also, uh, another announcement, Scares the Care Weekend 2018, which is happening August 3rd through 5th in Williamsburg, Virginia. I'll be down there. And I'll be doing a uh, a recording with a live studio audience Ooh. and a few guests. Um, so Amy from um, After Dark Analysis has claimed she's going to be, she will come on the episode. So I'm going to hold her to it. I know she's already lined up for like four or five other podcasts. They have a whole like podcast room 
and basically I have an hour to record, and I'm like, an hour's not enough. <laughs> I can't yeah. Do an in an hour. <laughs> yeah, that's there. I, I've noticed other podcasts are way more structured than we are. Oh, so, absolutely. Like if I do like a thing for another podcast, I feel like <laughs> I'm just the most unprofessional person alive. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I did a little uh, a, a step in on um, the Necrocasticon once, and, and those guys were like, "All right, we're gonna do this segment now. We're gonna do this segment now." And and also, they were much better at editing things together and pulling <laughs> things out than we are. <laughs> so basically, they put us all to shame. Oh yeah, they're gonna be recording. The guys there, um, uh, Tom Clark's gonna be recording on a, a few different. He has two podcasts he's recording, and he's also gonna be on this big combined one that they're doing and stuff. So I'm sure I'll see him down there, and mm-hmm. I'll sit in maybe a few other uh, episodes of people recording stuff. It should be fun. So if anyone's in the uh, Williamsburg, Virginia area, August third through fifth. Um, come on down and, uh, it's a great convention. It all goes to charity and yeah, that's about all I get to say. I'll be walking around. I'll probably be sober for a few hours a day. What? <laughs> <laughs> you? Mostly in the mornings, I imagine. You sober? What? What the oh, yeah. fuck? Now today I'm actually just drinking seltzer. Oh, right. Um, <clears throat> are, are so we that's in all ha- I got for my announcements. Are we in hangover mode then? Nope. Nope. I was pretty good last night. Um, had a nice little night out with Elisa. Uh-huh. And then came back and we tried watching Noah. <clears throat> you guys ever seen that one? Yeah, it's a really good movie from what I saw. Yeah, it's the, the Aronofsky movie yeah. uh, about the Noah's Ark. And I made it all the way to the part where it started raining and there was like this big battle. And then I just like conked off and went to sleep. <laughs> I actually, uh, that movie got under a lot of scrutiny because they were trying to combine... Uh, like religion with uh, evolution, which a lot of people oh, didn't, didn't like. I didn't really notice that at all. Well, do you remember the montage of uh, Noah saying the this is how the like the world formed and everything? Uh, in the beginning? Yeah. I mean, kind of. Oh well, there's like a montage of like the world forming and there's evolution. Like you see the animals like evolving, and a lot oh. of people a lot of people didn't care for that. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, it was interesting. I was. Look, I, I'll finish it up later today, probably. I, I love it. I, I think that's a really good movie. Yeah, it was cool. I liked some of the special effects in it. The rock monsters that looked all weird. Yeah. Um, I thought that was uh, sort of a good idea. They make them look fake on purpose, almost. Like, even their movements are all otherworldly, which mm-hmm. works pretty well. So, yeah. Um, what else has been going on with you guys, though? So, uh, Mike, we'll start with you. What do you got going on? Uh whole bunch of stuff. I uh, finished my 365 Days of Horror, like, kind of officially. Um, I did. What was the final one? Well, I'm, I'm still kind of going, but I'm not. Like, I did 365 movies in 294 days. Yep. So, like, I was doing a movie every single day. Uh, it was, I will not wish that upon my worst enemy. And I will probably never it's... do that again. It is difficult, right? It's, you're like, oh, I could definitely do it. And then you're like, oh, fuck, I can't do this. Well, yeah, and then there's like a lot of times where I'd come home at like 8 or 9 o'clock at night. I got to be up at 3 in the morning the next day. And it's like, okay, well, what am I going to watch right now? And it's kind of like a little stressful. And um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm still doing it, but I'm not watching a movie every day. Like yeah. the um, last three movies I watched, I watched, or four movies I watched, I did Cabinet of Dr. Caligari on the 4th. Mm-hmm. Nosferatu on the 5th, and then I saw Hereditary yesterday, and then uh, Zombie Lake I watched very early in the morning. <laughs> um, but yeah, but uh, I'm also doing, you ever hear of Mubi.com? 
<laughs> I said M O O B I. M M U B I dot com. It's a uh, okay. kind of like a Netflix service, but they only put up thirty movies at a time, and they put up like a lot of like foreign films, and they're not all horror, but just like really highly regarded films. And uh, Edgar Wright was on there, and he listed his one thousand favorite movies. So I am going through all of his now, and a lot of them aren't. Yeah, I'm not going to do them every day like I did with this, but you know, I'm still going to try to get through them. And there's a lot on there I didn't see, a lot I did see, but I'm going to try to get through all of them as well. He's got um, a good list, actually. Oh, my God. It's awesome. Yeah. It's so good. Uh, so if anyone's interested, just type in like Edgar Wright's 1000 favorite movies and that'll pop up. Um, other than that, I finished Bioshock for the second time in a row because I played through it twice. Love those games. <laughs> yeah, they were. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I Then I... Uh, I pre-ordered the new Red Dead Redemption, even though mm-hmm. I don't pre-order games anymore. But since it's Rockstar and I trust them, I trust this. Uh, I trust them. I do. They haven't really screwed up a game yet. So uh, I'm going to give the chance on this. Um, what else? I am starting a job soon that I don't know about. I'm getting an, a call for an interview any day now. So that's stressful. Ugh, yeah. Jobs. Yeah. Well, see, here's the thing. Like, I work right now and i go to school right now and i planned my fall classes already and so when this job i could work any shift so they're going to tell me like hey you're working 6 a.m to 2 or 3 p.m every day that means i have to go to my current job like listen i gotta switch shifts and now i gotta go to school and be like well i can't take those classes so everything's gonna be last minute and yeah so a little rough but i'm there oh and one last thing something shane will enjoy uh, the new Ghost album is pretty bad. Nah. <laughs> I was gonna say I listened to it and I liked it. <laughs> see a lot of see a lot of people did. It's really a love hate kind of album. I I didn't like it at all. I thought there's only like three good songs on there, mm-hmm. but uh, a lot of people enjoy it. So I mean, good for them. But personally, it's it's really not for me. I bought the vinyl, which has like a lenticular cover, so it's like 3D, and the the mm-hmm. vinyl itself is gorgeous, but. Man, I first no, I didn't get the cassette of that one. <laughs> but uh, the first thing I was thinking about when I was listening to him, like, man, Shane's gonna love that. This is not a good album. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 um, <clears throat> I think uh, Tom Clark put it best. It sounds like the album Blue Oyster Cult wish they always made. Yeah, and I'm like, it, it is very Blue Oyster Cult. Like it's like '70s rock pop. Yep. You know, it's it completely that's what it fits into like when i first heard the the i don't know i guess it's the single rats yeah i was like is this blue oyster cult like i had to look at my spotify to see what it was i'm like oh it's ghost what the fuck <laughs> well someone pointed out and said that it sounded a lot like um like they were going for the whole synth pop kind of deal there's two there's two tracks on it that are very sort of um like synth rock like there's you could tell there's some john carpenter influence in on right. so it's 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 weird that it's a ghost album because they haven't really gone in that direction before. But and that's that's what I wasn't prepared for. I like I knew they're kind of going a little more mainstream because the lead singer was in a band called uh, Repugnant and it's a really awesome like death thrash metal band and they came out with an album in 2006 and I didn't think that the lead singer of Ghost whose name is Tobias Forge I didn't think he'd really go in this poppy of a direction and I wasn't prepared for that at all and. Man, I don't know. I guess I was a little disappointed, but yeah, I can see the divisiveness. Yeah, um, some people love it, some people hate it. I like it. I think it's good. 
Uh, but I'm not, I'm not one of those, like, I was a ghost fan from back in the day. Like, I... <laughs> 2010, <laughs> all of eight years ago. Yeah. No, I've heard, like, some ghost songs, and I think I listened to a full album once before this, and I'm like, oh, this is pretty good. I like it. <laughs> so I don't know. What do I know about music, though? So how about you, Shane? How's your ghost journey going? Uh, non-existent as far as ghost goes. <laughs> um, <clears throat> what have I been doing? I have been, um, I got my tattoo finished. Um, finished, quote unquote finished. Yeah, quote unquote finished. I think it's finished. My tattoo doesn't. Um, so she, I've booked myself in for another three hour session. It's <laughs> <laughs> not finished at all. No, not really. No, she wants to add bits to it um, and brighten up the colours on it. So that'll all be good. Um, I have, I actually bought myself some Blu-rays yesterday. I bought the Arrow Blu-ray for The Thing. Sadly, not the um, Steelbook cover. But um, I got that, Poltergeist and The Fog. Um, so that was quite cool. Uh, what else have I been doing? Um, I've, I've purposefully avoided watching movies that the podcast is um, subjected to today. Um, so you purposefully did not do your homework, is what you're saying? No, of course I didn't. I don't. You're handing in. You're gonna hand in a blank assignment. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I mean. didn't. I didn't rewatch his or anything. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, and <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what else have we going on? Um, yeah, tattoos, Blu-rays pre-ordered the new Cure Remix album and the new Nine Inch Nails EP. Um, and I've been listening to, uh, I've been going a bit old school, I've been listening to like early Manson and um, early Garbage because I'm going to see Garbage in September. You already said you were listening to Manson. What's the next one you're listening to? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, listening to Garbage because I'm going to see them play live in September at Brixton Academy in London. Um, and I've been listening to sound- movie soundtracks because um, I've I've picked up recently the soundtrack for Land of the Dead, and um, <clears throat> it's like listen, watching the movie and listening listening to the soundtrack was cool. But um, when uh, when you're um, listening to the soundtrack on its own, it's very eerie. It's very, it's definitely a very dark and brooding industrial kind of edge to it. Hmm. I really liked, and obviously my favorite, one of my favorite movies, which is Thirty Days of Night. Listening to the soundtrack of that on its own, very unsettling. It's fucking awesome. Awesome. Yeah, speaking of that, I wanted to mention, I actually got a few compliments on our soundtrack episode. Really? Um, <coughs> the, guy that, the guy that hosts the uh, Connecticut Cult Classics um, messaged me and said that the, that one was his favorite so far. Wow. So I was like, wow, that's pretty good. All right, thank you. No, I don't know. I, I imagine he didn't obviously listen to our compilation of Burps and Farts because that would have been his next favorite. <laughs> oh, yeah. So. That's a soundtrack episode in itself. We should put that to a fucking film. I can't wait till we press the vinyl on that one. Yes, let's do it. <laughs> oh my god, I would die. <laughs> <laughs> the cover's just gonna be like <laughs> the picture from Goatsy 
<laughs> no, you know what you should do. You know what you should do. Right, Typo Negative when they released um, Slow, Deep, and Hard. One of the original copies of it was a picture of Pete Steele opening his opening his ass cheeks. Yeah, it was uh, yeah something yeah. like that. Yeah. So well, yeah, we need to try and get a copyright. Didn't uh, the original of their second album just show like two people banging, like just like a dick going into a pussy? Uh, no. That um, you're think right. What was it? Um, Bloody Kisses. Oh, that was that Bloody Kisses. Yeah, Bloody Kisses had two lesbians kissing on the front. That does not sound like what you were thinking of, Mike. No, I thought. Oh, maybe I am thinking of Slow, Deep, and Hard. What's on the front of it? Uh, slow, slow. De- oh, the original artwork for Slow, Deep, and Hard. Oh, fuck. Now that was the Pete Pete Steele's butt cheeks. Is it his butt cheeks? Yeah. Because it's so, like, ingrained. I thought it was something else. <laughs> we all know what's on your mind, freak. Yeah, um, it says the cover is a blurred-out photo of coitus. Ah. What's coitus? Sex. What's coitus? <laughs> <laughs> well, Mike, when a man and a woman love each other very much. <laughs> well, I didn't know, I didn't know the, all these other different words. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is turned into sex education with all you oh, need is blood. today's episode we will be talking about felching (laughs) wait what is what you say (laughs) what is that okay shane explain felching to me (laughs) i'm not gonna explain my new favorite segment of the of the show by the way (laughs) i'm not explaining felching fucking what is that i've never (laughs) heard that before you've got google mike yeah let me Google it, see, Phil. Yeah, Google it. I can't wait for your reaction. Felching, sucking, or... Oh, my God! <laughs> oh, my God. That's awful. Oh, God, I'm going to have a heart attack. <laughs> That's awful. Don't look Wait. at the Urban Dictionary version of it. <laughs> I'm not even going to repeat that. That's rough. Yeah. It's like this that I love having these special little moments on the podcast. <laughs> I got to text my buddy and see if he's ever heard of that before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right. We'll move on a little bit. <laughs> so, so myself, other than, <laughs> other than felching. <laughs> uh, for game wise i've been playing the Mega Man legacy collection on the switch and that's pretty good it's just old Mega Man games did you get uh, uh did you get the one that has both of them Mega Man uh, legacy one and two yes oh. and i was i was pissed off that mega Mega Man legacy collection two is not a physical copy it's a it's a digital download code i heard about that and i'm like what the fuck like I got the physical one because I I always think it's interesting to have it on the shelf. Um, but if I knew that half of it was digital, I just would have gotten both digital. Yep. You know? So there's no, like, I don't know. It's just annoying. And I guess the next one, the Mega Man Legacy X collection, is the same thing. It's going to be half physical and then a digital download code. That's yeah, disappointing. Probably, yeah, I probably won't get the physical release for it because why bother if I got to download half of it? You know what I mean? It's not like you can, like, keep it and then sell it. So, like... I'm wondering what happens where they go to resell these things because you can't resell a digital code. Yeah. See, that's why Val didn't pick it up because she only collects physical. Once she heard about that, she's like, no, I'm good. I didn't know until I opened the thing, and I'm like, what the hell is this? So I guess I probably should have done more homework, but I didn't. 
So that's annoying, but the old games are still fun. I like playing them. Um, I also, yeah, I watched that Noah movie. I'm trying to think. I've been reading old comic books, old Wolverine comics for some reason. I just, I've been just plowing through them. And those are all right. Um, but yeah, that's about it for me. Uh, been pretty busy lately, so I haven't gotten to a whole lot of other good stuff. But what I did catch, and I know you guys have seen, is the trailer for the new Halloween movie. Hey, Mickey. It's finally come out. Yeah. <laughs> what did you think of the trailer, Shane? I loved it. I um, I've been looking forward to this for quite some time, and um, it's pretty funny actually because on um Friday I actually cancelled all plans to go out just in order to stay in to catch the trailer for oh my god Halloween. Um. I actually watched it four times in succession just to just to soak in the atmosphere. And uh, one of my buddies, Sam, he actually said that it's almost like they've taken the original color palette from the original film and brought it back for this one. And although he says there are elements of it that looks like the first movie, you know, the first Halloween, he says they have bought, it's kind of like they've bought it bang up to date. Um, <clears throat> and I just thought it looked really, really fucking good. Yeah, what about you, Mike? I like what Shane said. I, well, I didn't love it at all. I thought it was kind of, it was just like a, I don't know. Like, okay. <laughs> it is definitely a homage to the original. Yeah, I feel like words. I feel like homage is a little bit of uh, an understatement because I feel mm-hmm. like the whole movie is just rehashed. Like he, it's like everything from I've not besides the like the teeth in the trailer, mm-hmm. which is cool. Like everything else is straight from first Halloween, and it's like I don't I don't really get it. And Jimmy Lee Curtis looks like Bill Connolly, <laughs> and, <laughs> and I just find it kind of funny that uh, she's like trying. I, it looked like in the trailer she was like doing hand to hand hand to hand combat with Michael Myers, and she's like in her. She's supposed to be like sixty or in, in her sixties. I don't know. It just seems really like they're like, hey, we haven't made a good Halloween in a while, so let's just make so what here's it, another one. Yeah, so here's the same one as before, the one that was really good. I don't know. I that's that's my interpretation of it. See but, the because uh, um, the storyline for this one is basically about British news crew that go in and they in, they're interviewing and trying to make a documentary about Michael Myers and the story. Um, so obviously they're going to be referencing the first movie, um, but this and one only the first movie. Yeah, but obviously we all know that. Um, this is set directly after number two. No, it's not. Oh, it's set directly after one. That's that's another thing. Like, I I don't understand why they're skipping two because it that because two flowed so perfectly from one. Like, it was took place with like like an hour, a couple hours after the first one. And like, I I just I don't I think that's so stupid. Like, it's like three different instances now of like different Halloweens, and it's I just awful. I, I just don't get why they would do that. And they even acknowledge it in the trailer. Like, oh, you know, wasn't that Lori's brother? And then another kid's like, oh, no, it's that's something people made up. Yeah. It's like, why even, why did you just like have Jamie, like Lori, find out that he's not her brother in this? That would have made things a little bit more interesting. 
Yeah. Meant to just just completely ignore too. It's I don't know. I think that was dumb. Well, yeah, uh, to to me, I know you're a fan of uh, Red Letter Media, Mike. Yeah. And the, when I'm watching this trailer, the first thing I thought of is when like, <clears throat> you know, Jay from Red Letter Media is like, "Remember Halloween? <laughs> Remember the mask? Remember when he has a sheet over him?" Like just in a row, it was like a list of all the shit that happened in the first Halloween, and they yeah. just show all those scenes over and over. Remember the house? Remember when he got out? And remember, you know, it it looked to me like we are going to suck as much nostalgia out of this as physically possible. And making a movie is like second or third on our list, like making a good movie. But what we're really going to do is really get everyone to be like, oh, I love that first one. Let's exactly. Let's see it again. Like it was 100% just a nostalgia drain for me. And I'm hoping that the trailer was put together, you know, as a to do that and not the movie itself. I'm hoping the movie's better than the trailer. Obviously, in my opinion, I mean, we're all judging it. Everybody is judging the trailer on what it could be and what it shouldn't be and all this sort of stuff. I'm, I'm judging the trailer on what they showed us, the trailer. Yeah. And I'm like, but I, personally, it, it was 100% rehash. Yeah, but personally speaking, I think we should just wait for the movie to come out. I mean, we've already got four months. so well, I'm going to see it. I'm oh, yeah, totally. Me too. Yeah, I'm seeing it on opening night. Um, I'm pre-booking tickets for that motherfucker. Um. But it's just, uh, it's one of those things. I mean, for me, it was Halloween, as much as I love, I love the original. I just loved the whole thing. Jamie Lee Curtis, Michael Myers, you know, the whole, it's like, now we know that they are actually brother and sister sort of thing. It's just one of those things where it kind of reminds me of like, what it's like with me and my brother. Enough. Um you know, we hate each other, and uh, I want to see him dead. But in uh, this movie, <laughs> he's not her brother. Mm-hmm. Mm. Because they don't have two in it. You know, because two's not a thing. So right, two is revealed yeah. that he's, his bro- yeah. he's her brother. So, like, I don't know. I think we should just wait for the movie, just watch it, and I think we should do, like, do a segment on that movie. I mean, Oh, yeah. I will more than likely go and watch it once, then twice, and then three times. You know, <laughs> just... Well, because for me, that's how I... Excuse me. Oh, there we go. Um, for me, that's how I I kind of absorb all the details. I can't just sit there and watch it once, because once I watch... If I see it once, and I have to wait a while to watch it again, I kind of forget about it, if you see what I mean. And there's, like, certain segments that I will remember that will come back in a flashback, kind of like when I'm taking drugs and... <laughs> years later I'm like having a flashback and I'm like oh shit okay so I'll have to go and watch it two or three times because then I can sit there and make mental notes of various things and then I will make my final judgment see what confuses me and this is what kind of really ticks me off about the horror community as a whole uh, it's because like no offense to Shane but like people are hyping this mm. so much oh super like, hype like, they're saying, oh my god, it's amazing, I can't wait for this, it looks fantastic. It's like, <clears throat> it's everything you've already seen. But then a movie comes out like Hereditary, or The Witch, or anything about A24, or something that's like, kind of new and different, and everyone's like, ah, I didn't get it, I didn't understand it, I don't like it at all. It's like, so, what do you want? <laughs> you just want nostalgia trips, like Ryan said. It's, and it's like, oh, I remember that from the first Halloween, so I like that. 
I don't know. I just, I, I just don't get it. It's people are hyping this up so much, and it's stuff we've already seen countless times before. Like, yeah, I'm, ho- I'm hoping time. the movie is more than the trailer because the trailer is just showing me nostalgia. I so heard I'm, different rumors about the ending, which I'm not going to say here, but like yeah. I heard different rumors of what the script is going to be, and it sounds like it could be cool and different, which I'm hoping they go with, but who knows? Heard, like heard, I'm still going to see it, though. I heard somewhere on the grapevine they filmed three different endings for it. <clears throat> I so, would love if they did that and they showed three different endings. Yeah. And, like in different showings, you know, if they're like <laughs> you get this ending and this showing and then like you get to 10 o'clock, you get a different ending. That'd be fucking cool. Or just do it like Clue and show all the endings in a row. That's what I was thinking, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I was watching. Oh, man. I haven't seen it for fucking ages. So it was really cool. We'll catch up and watch that again. Clue? Clue, yeah. I have it on DVD. That's a good one. Yeah, I have it on DVD. Classic Tim Curry. Yes. So there was another trailer that got released this week uh, I wanted to talk about. <clears throat> and I sort of had the opposite effect uh, that the Halloween trailer had on me. And that was for the remake of Suspiria. Have you guys watched this one? Um, yeah, I did see it. I yep. watched it the once, though. Uh, the trailer, that is, not the not the original Suspiria. Cause I'm, I'm, right. I will go on record and say I'm not a fan of Argento's work. you never seen Suspiria? No. Well, I watched it once years ago, but I didn't rate it. Oh, my God, Shane. <clears throat> I'm going to make you watch it. <laughs> I got another movie I'm going to make you watch later, but I'm going to make you watch that one. Oh, God. This is always fun. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so that the trailer for the Suspiria remake came out, and I have like pretty much gone on record as being like, fuck this movie, fuck remaking Suspiria, everybody's a fucking idiot, I don't want to see this. And I watched the trailer, and I was like, son of a bitch. <laughs> it actually looks good. I'm like, God damn it. I was so ready to just tear this thing apart, you know? Mm. And um it it fucking it looks great. Like they, they they sort of took what made the original Suspiria great is actually it's like cinematography, it's coloring, it's directing, everything is gorgeous. It's one of the most beautiful horror movies. And this one is beautiful in a different way. Like they they took that same idea of keeping the sort of beauty and horror, but it's not just shot for shot remakes. It's not shit that you've seen in the first Asperia. It sort of keeps the same tone and ideas, but it looks a little different. And I'm, I don't know what the, I'm sure the, uh, it looks as if the story's slightly tweaked a little bit, but it's mostly just about a ballet dancer and some creepy ass witch stuff that's going on, which is what the first one was. But the story was never a huge part of the first one anyway. Like, yeah, there's a story behind it, but who really cares? It's really more about the visuals and everything that's going on in the movie. And I, I think they're going in the same direction with this one, even though they have a bunch of, um, you know, great actors that are going to be in this, including uh, Dakota Johnson, Tilda Swinton. I don't know. Uh, uh, I'm Chloe, sorry. Chloe Grace Moretz, Moretz is in it as well, isn't she? Yep. Uh, yeah, yep, she's in yeah. it. So I'm sort of looking forward to this now, um, which is amazing because I was not looking forward to it before I saw this trailer. So, no, I agree. I, I, I'm a, I really love the first Suspiria or the original, and uh, yeah, I was ready to, to crap on this a lot. And the tone of it actually reminded me of like a like an A24 type film. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, my cat's in full swing. Um, and I was just it, the the tone of it looks just phenomenal. Like it was a great like edited trailer. 
Like, it made you want to watch it, which was cool. And I- I'm glad that they're, like, remaking it instead of, like, well, this is a sequel, like kind of like what Halloween's doing, because, you know, yeah. Halloween looks like a remake. Um, but this is, like, full-on, hey, we're going to do something. We're going to try to bring this great movie back for modern audiences. And I think there's a lot of balls on that, because Suspiria is pretty glorified in the horror world. So to get mm-hmm. these people to... You know, go along with it. It's pretty uh, hard, I'm assuming. Yeah, I, I'm amazed that they so many green. Well, I'm not amazed somebody greenlit this. I mean, Suspiria is a big name in the horror community, and um, I, you know, somebody would make money off of remaking it, like like Day of the Dead. But it it, it looks like they're actually putting effort, and they have people that care about it. The, uh, the guy that directed this also did um, uh, what was that movie from last year? Uh. Oh, Call Me By Your Name, which I think was Oscar-nominated. Some It's like a love story, though, you know? It's not this, like, visual horror movie, so... I don't know. Uh, I'm willing to give it a chance when I was all ready to completely shit on it, so... Yeah. Hopefully it comes out good. Did you, uh... Kind of... Just a real quick question. Do you guys see the trailer for Bad Times at the El Royale? No. No. It's a, well, watch it when you can. I think it's like a horror trailer, but, um, God, Shadow, my cat <laughs> is, my cat is in full swing, but, um, that makes a change for your cat to be in full swing as opposed to, <laughs> yeah, but she, uh, but, uh, the trailer is like the hateful eight. If it took place in like a, like a, a motel mm-hmm. and it's got Jeff Bridges, it's got uh Thor. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got uh, Nick Offerman in it as well. It's a really good cast and it looks very, very cool. So if you haven't seen that, go ch- check out that trailer because that comes out this year. Oh, sweet! And directed by uh, Drew Goddard. Yeah. Cool. He did Cabin in the Woods. Mm-hmm. He was also, yeah, he also works on Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Angel. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Yeah, I'll check out that trailer. I'll see how it looks. I already pulled it up. I don't want to play it because it'll just play the audio that I'm recording. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Cool. So let's get on to our main topic, fellas. Um, I guess we decided we wanted to go over some of the worst movies we've seen. And I guess we each picked a movie or two um, that are just completely fucking horrible. Uh, I sort of went through, and I actually went with two movies that I never finished. Like, they're so bad that I started watching them and then was like, Ugh, I can't take this anymore, and just turned them off. Um, I guess we'll go over my first one first I, that I, I picked. And I don't, I don't think either of you guys have watched this. It's a 2004 movie called The Mailman. Nope. Now, have you, have, you guys have not seen this, right? Never heard of it. Okay. It's directed by uh, Tony Mark man with two first names. Uh, he's, he was mostly an editor for Skinamax porno movies and kids uh. films, like the Skateboard <laughs> Kid 2. <laughs> he did Skateboard Kid 2? Yeah, the one with Dom DeLuise is the talking yeah. skateboard. <laughs> Red Letter Media again, that's how I knew about it. I saw that movie before Red Letter Media did <laughs> yeah. it. When I was a kid. Horrible, horrible movie. And um, he, uh, another one was Deadlock, A Passion for Murder, which is basically a porno. Uh, a softcore porno. So he he made this movie, The Mailman. He also, I think, wrote the script for it, but I don't I don't think the story was was done by somebody else. It stars Robert W. Arbergast, 
Uh, and he's in like TV shows like CSI and Law and Order, a bunch of single episode type shows where they just, you know, they cycle through people. Uh, it's also got uh, a girl, Diana Kaufman, in it, who is in a movie called The Exhibitionist, as well as World's Sexiest Nude Women. So she's a great actress. Um, the movie was shot on video and it looks, oh God, it looks absolutely horrible. Like a bad soap opera, horrible. Um, the acting is atrocious, especially the mailman himself. Uh, the only guy, the only actor that I sort of liked in it was the mayor because he was just, he was comically bad. Like I thought the guy was hysterical. He's just this big fat guy. Um, and he, he's sort of like a semi-corrupt mayor, but he's trying to keep the streets clean. And there's only like four people in the town, apparently, because those are the only people they show. So um, they try to pass this this off as like a suspense thriller, sort of like something you would see on like a Lifetime movie about like, you know, some guy that's terrorizing the women in the neighborhood. But it's completely full of gratuitous tits and ass the entire time. I'm not complaining about that part, because really, that's the only part of the movie that's worth watching. Uh, There's no blood in it that I can remember. He kills, like, one guy with a shovel. Um, you sort of see it from behind. And then it's never mentioned again. That guy's never mentioned. His body's never mentioned. It doesn't contribute to the plot at all. And then he kills an assassin with his own gun. And again, that's never mentioned again, as if, like, it has nothing to do with the plot. And then uh, the guy tries to rape his his sort of stepsister and gets killed. And that's the whole movie. I just spoiled everything for you. I don't want to <laughs> watch it. <laughs> yeah, now I ruined it. <laughs> but the 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 fuck the most annoying part about this movie, like the idea is supposed to be there's this psychotic guy that kills this small town's mailman and takes over the mail route and like, you know, does all kinds of shit to like torture the town and and he's killing people and you know they, nobody could stop him because he's a mailman. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't fucking get it. And the most offensive things this guy does, uh, other than other than killing uh, one innocent guy, defending himself and killing another guy, and then you know trying to molest his sister, is that uh, he opens people's mail. That's the that's the uh, large crux of this movie is he opens people's mail, and he he finds out secrets about them. And he uses it to blackmail the mayor once and never uses it any of the information he finds again to blackmail anybody else. It's just him sitting in a room opening mail and laughing about what he finds in it. Like, oh, this guy's gay. Ha 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 ha. Maybe you shouldn't write a letter about it. Like, <laughs> It's the most ridiculous movie. Nothing happens in it. Um, one of the other bad things he does is he glues an old lady's social security check to the inside of her mailbox. But it's never shown. It never shows him doing this. They just talk about it. They're like, you glued that lady's social security check. And he's like, yeah, and it was funny. It probably <laughs> would be funny, but they never showed it. <laughs> um, and then the other creepy thing he does is that he spies on two lesbians having sex. Because he finds out that this woman in the movie is a lesbian. And she is making a date with her lesbian lover that she lives with through the mail. It doesn't. It makes zero sense. But he goes in and creeps on them, and there's a sex scene, a lesbian sex scene, that he shows up with his little brother, and they they like high five and jump all over each other as they're watching lesbians have sex. It is the fucking worst. Fuck this movie. I still absolutely hate it, but I finally made it through it. The only other person I know that watched this, I think, is uh, Amy um, from um, 
After Dark analysis. I know we've talked about it together before, and I don't think she made it through either. It is not worth watching. Do not look this up. I couldn't even find a trailer. I was going to show you guys. There's no trailer for this. It's just an old DVD that I have a copy of, and I hate it. So, um, so yeah, that's The Mailman. I, I don't know if I can say anything worse about this movie. Probably one of the worst movies I've ever seen. <laughs> Too long so didn't read. It was bad. I know, right? <laughs> Too long didn't read. I hate. So do you guys, are you interested in seeing the mailman? I don't even know what to do with this segment. <laughs> um, I was about to say, I'm like, we usually do something fun, but I don't know what could we do. We're not trying to like encourage people to see this stuff. Yeah, I think everything we talk about, although I, I do have an exception. I, I might I might make a recommendation on one of the movies that we picked, but um, I don't know. Yeah, it, it, it blows ass. It totally sucks shit. So... Not many redeeming qualities. And I don't think the guy has made other movies after this. Tony Mark. I looked at his IMDb and it's... I think he went back to editing. Which is probably good. How was the editing in The Mailman? Horrible. (laughs) Absolutely horrible. On par with with Skateboard Kid (laughs) 2. I do recommend watching the Red Letter Media episode when they go and watch Skateboard Kid (laughs) 2. That's my recommendation for this. That's your recommendation, kids. There you go. <clears throat> so, um, so yeah, I guess we'll uh, we'll just end it on that one. I don't know, uh, <laughs> Mike. You you had one or two movies, right? What was one you picked? All right. So, I'm just gonna probably only do Zombie Lake because okay. I don't I'm, remember. I'm talk about it. I'm okay, talk good. About hiss because so. I don't remember it and I refuse to watch it again. Okay. Um, but Zombie Lake, I wrote a, a full full notes on the whole movie so if you guys don't want to watch it you guys can listen to this it's actually not like an awful story but it's executed terribly um movie's called zombie lake and it was made 1981 it's an italian movie or i guess it was shot in france but so maybe it's a french movie i don't know and uh (laughs) so the movie opens with a girl skinny dipping and in a lake and a zombie attacks her um that scene goes on for far too long uh, the opening shot is her like getting naked, so that's cool. But then you know she's swimming through the lake, and a zombie grabs her. And then the next scene, a man is walking into the mayor's office, and he's like, "Hey, uh, you know, uh, a girl disappeared." And the mayor's like, "Well, if she's not back by tomorrow, and then we'll do a search team for her." And he just the guy that walks in the room, he goes, "Well, I'm afraid she drowned," and he just walks away, which is brilliant. And uh, then in the next scene, zombies are walking around town. He attacks a woman and bites her neck. She's taken to a church. A man walks up to the mayor and takes him into another room. And the man is concerned that his daughter was you know, just killed. I guess that was the woman's father or whatever. So the mayor goes, hey, blah, blah, blah. I know how you feel about your daughter. And the guy goes, yeah, I know. And he just walks away. And then he, <laughs> he goes outside. He just looks at her daughter's dead, his daughter's dead body. And he, there's like no expression on its face. It's just like him just like staring into the camera. So the mayor stumbles upon two kids and he goes, hey, what did you see at the lake the other day? Because I know you guys were witnesses. And uh, it doesn't even show them telling him. It just like fades. So the, in the next scene, the mayor tells a reporter of the story of what happened to the lake and why it's nicknamed lake of the damned and literally about the next half an hour is just a flashback of uh fighting in world war ii 
So, <laughs> so the so in the flashback, a woman is screaming as planes are flying overhead. Um, a random soldier, which I think is a German soldier, he rescues her, but is injured while doing it. And he gets better, and she falls in love with him, and they have sex. And I put in parentheses for a long time because (laughs) this sex scene is so long that when i first watched it some years ago i like had to skip through it and you shouldn't have to skip through a sex scene but this is like it's 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 a long time i think it's like close to 10 minutes long if not (laughs) that's how it felt like um so then there's a lot of shots of like uh fighting back and forth between two armies um and apparently the woman gets pregnant and she dies during childbirth. And then the soldier dies in gun battle and is thrown into the lake. So the dead soldiers, all the dead soldiers, like the German soldiers surrounding them, are thrown into the lake because they don't want Germans to know they were killed there. Because the Germans are invading. So it cuts back to, to modern times and a bunch of women are going skinny dipping in the lake, nicknamed Lake of the Damned. Of course, it's a volleyball. Isn't it a volleyball team? That's I, right. I don't remember. I, I watched it today, <laughs> I and remember. I really have no clue. Uh, uh, zombies grab all of them, but one. And so a naked woman runs to a local bar, and um, she's you know she's like hysterical, and she's like, "Oh, zombies ate all my friends and everything," and all these people are like looking around like zombies, you know. So, <laughs> okay, here's where it gets a little ridiculous. Um, so the zombie from the flashback that fell in love with a woman, apparently he is now in his daughter's bedroom because he comes out of the lake. So as the woman died during childbirth, that child is now in her room and she sees her dead father who is now a zombie. And instead of eating her, he comforts her. And he's basically without even talking, he's like, Hey, I'm your dad. And she's like talking to him and stuff. And uh, so in the next scene, a bunch of other people are uh, researching the lake and they see um, like what happened to the girls there and zombies eat them and zombies start running amok on the uh, on the town. And there's an angry mob that wants to kill all the zombies now because so many people are dying. And the best line is said in the entire movie. And it is said by the mayor and he says, we better face the facts that the zombies have declared war. <laughs> and I almost pissed myself of how ridiculous that is. So uh, towards the end of the movie, the zombie dad goes back to the daughter's room. He uh, he lures her outside and he tries to protect his daughter from another zombie that wants to eat her. So there's like a zombie fight. and But since zombies walk so slow, the fight is slow. So it's the most uninteresting fight I've ever seen in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, so the daughter devises a plan to lure the rest of the zombies into one area. And uh, from the reporter from earlier, while she's taking pictures, she's attacked and killed by a zombie. Uh, zombies, the, the, the daughter decides to lure the zombies into one area with all this blood. And while they're there, all these people from the town come with like flamethrowers and they flame up all this, the Nazi zombies and uh, they're all dead. And that's the end of the movie. So, you know, you know, I for a long time, I said this was like the worst movie I've ever seen. And it's definitely one of them because there's a lot of uh, like even for like a French, like foreign film that's dubbed. There's a lot of like uninteresting people involved in this movie, like 
they're uninterested. The lines are delivered very like with no emotion and the soundtrack is like monotone, even though there's like tense, um, tense things happening. Um, the gore is not terrible, but it's just like, Oh, I'm going to bite her neck and just like red just comes out. Um, the zombies are like, <laughs> like green and blue and overly saturated. And I don't know. It's, it's not a good movie, but at the same time, it's got like a, a decent, decent, decent story to it. It's kind of unique, but yeah, I, I wouldn't recommend it. And watching it again was pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, I I saw this, Jesus, um, I'm going to say probably around 2000 or so. I think it was the last time I saw this movie. And I saw it because I bought it on a blind buy. I would too. That poster is awesome. That's the problem. The fucking poster is so cool looking. And that was the DVD cover. And I'm like, oh man, look at this. It's like this rotten zombie head holding a girl's head underwater. Like he's, she's like, push, he's pushing her head down and it's got like a Nazi helmet on. I'm like, this thing looks fucking awesome. I can't wait to watch this. Took it home and I was like, you fuckers. I can't believe you made me watch this. Yeah, uh, the zombie makeup, I think, is terrible. It's yeah. just, you know how, like, the Dawn of the Dead style, where they'd have sort of, like, the, the blue makeup was, you know, basically standard from there on out? Mm-hmm. I, I guess they decided just to go full green, but they didn't really, like, they just don't like chunks of flesh hanging off. There's, they don't look dead. They just look like, they look like that, that <laughs> you know, the guy in Always Sunny episode who dresses up like the turtle? And he's like, I like turtles. Oh, yeah. That's what it makes me think of. Um, I don't know. It just looks really bad. I, I guess the, you know, the girls are attractive in it. That's yeah, that's pretty good. And see, like I, I don't like when people are like bashing them, like overly bashing a, a bad movie. Like I understand that it takes a lot of like money and talent to even like do a movie, especially like in nineteen eighties. Like a uh, you know, I'm sure it was kind of difficult. But I don't know. This was this is. It's something I would never recommend to anybody. No. Have you seen Oasis of the Dead? I've heard or of zombie, it, but I've, I've zombie never... Oasis? I think I own that. It's it's made by the same people, and it's pretty much the same story, although it's not um, in France or wherever this is supposed to take place. Uh, it, it takes place in um, the desert at a little oasis, and people keep coming across this oasis and i think there are even nazis in there too i think that's what what happened like nazis died in this oasis and then they come back and eat people so it's like basically the same story and it's um i would say it is a notch better than this one because i think the special effects are better okay zombie lake is still the worst um but it's (laughs) like i've I've seen two of these movies and they're both terrible (laughs) yeah this one's, it's not good. I don't, in terms of zombie movies, it is like super low bar. Like, you know, watch this one last if you're coming across any of them. Yeah. And I mean, I, I wouldn't purchase this. <laughs> I don't know how much it's going for like on Amazon. You could, you could um, rent it on, you know, Prime for like four bucks, but I think that's a little too much. Oh uh, yeah, definitely. I watched the version that was on YouTube. It's like an hour and 20 minutes. It says it's uncensored, but yeah. I would just uh, check that out. I don't want to like, you know, bash the filmmakers. I don't want to talk about like the directing or editing or anything because they are doing a lot more than I am at the moment. So uh, yeah, I just wouldn't recommend it. Cool. The Blu-ray's twenty bucks almost. Oh my god! 
Oh my good lord, the DVD is 25. <laughs> what is going on? Amazon is 25. Oof. Oh, that's the remastered one, though. Shane, have you mm-hmm. ever seen uh, Zombie Lake? I have not. Are you interested in it now? Yeah, do you want to? No, I'm not. <laughs> not a fucking chance. Yeah, I mean, it's directed by uh, Jean Roland, who, is, who does a, a lot of sort of schlocky and sexy horror movies, I guess you'd call it. His, his most famous stuff, I think, is like the um, the vampire series he did. Rape of the Vampire, Nude Vampire, Shiver of the Vampire, Requiem for a Vampire. And it's all sort of like, you know, uh, lesbian vampire um you know, type movies. There's a lot of nudity, a lot of blood. And I've seen a couple of them and they're not actually that bad. They're, they're okay. Um, uh, he did a lot of other stuff too. A Virgin Among the Living Dead, Lips of Blood, which is, I think might be part of that same vampire series. Uh, the Demonaniac, it's Demoniac. I can't even say that fucking word. It's so weird. Uh, the Grapes of Death, which I saw, you know, there's, there's good and there's bad. Um, he directed a movie called Disco Sex. That's right. I, I see that, and now I'm interested in seeing what it is. <laughs> Disco Sex. There's not even a plot to it on IMDb. Oh, maybe it's just sex. Oh, uh, it might be just a porn, huh? Yeah, maybe. All right. Wow. Well, oh, it says know. hardcore in the plot keyword. It says hardcore, so <laughs> hardcore good. Keyword, hardcore. Disco maybe, sex. maybe I'll. Maybe I'll check that out later on my own. <laughs> Part of your Jean Roland collection. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no oh. Snapchat to that, please, Mike. Please. Yeah. What'd you say? I said no Snapchat to that, please. Eh, no promises. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> hey, if you subscribe, that's your fault. That could uh, be like, if we ever do a Patreon, we should make that a uh, like a, like a backer reward. <laughs> like, Mike, we'll watch this or what? Mike jerking off. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was insinuating. You can get me just sitting in my computer chair. Mm. Pleasuring yourself. Just pounding it. <laughs> All right, next movie, Shane. What do you, what do you... Shane, what was your choice? Well, my original choice I find absolutely hysterically funny because IMDb seems to have removed the page for it. What? Uh, yeah, which was evil. You know, that Greek movie. I'm that looking at it right now. It's still there. I can't find it. I can't find it on IMDb. <laughs> Honestly, no, I've typed it in several times. And I can't what was it? Uh, when was it made? <sighs> 2005 or something stupid like that. I don't know. <laughs> what, are those stu- what are those stupid years? Like 2005. Yeah. Is it but, Swedish? No, it's Greek. It's Greek. But I decided to go for something else completely because. I mean, over the years... Uh, you're telling me that I fucking watched that movie again and you're not even going to talk about it? No, no, no. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> oh, see, it's the little things that, give, that, that please me, you know. <laughs> but the film I am going to talk about um, is Evil Aliens, a 2005 movie by Jake West. Now, Jake West, he's been known... He did... Um, Razor Blade Smile, which was like a vampire film. Um, he's also done a few other movies over the years, namely um, uh, he did Doghouse, which was one of his good films. Um, he did a segment for the ABCs of Death. Um, he also did, he's done a few documentaries as well, <clears throat> Video Nasties, um, 
Kim Newman's Guide to Grindhouse, Django Explained, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part 2, still feeling the buzz of video short. What? Uh, yeah. Uh, the World of Extro, which was a video documentary short. So we've done a lot of movie shorts. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, the film Evil Aliens, it's but the short of it is you've got a TV crew desperate to boost ratings arrive on a remote Welsh farming island to investigate an intriguing incident. A local girl and her boyfriend have been abducted by aliens who also impregnated her. Now, the film itself, I mean, obviously, it's fairly low budget. And I think it was one of Jake West's first movies. But, I mean, the cast that he got for it, um, Emily Booth, who is known for hosting the Horror Channel in the UK. And she is she's a fine-looking lady. Um, she plays the um, presenter of this TV show. And basically, when they get there, it's like, you know, they're just filming. They're asking awkward questions to all the locals. And the locals, being local Welsh people, just kind of like swear at them in their own guttural tongue. And they <laughs> end up um, becoming, but all these these aliens have landed, and basically the aliens themselves look fucking cheap, like guys in like rubber suits with big masks. Um, and they they are just they just go around and start picking off people. They take them onto the ship. They anally probe one dude with this thing that's just ridiculously fucking big and he's just like screaming his lungs out. Um, and it's just kind of bad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> how they deal with it. It's like some of the camera angles, they're quite funny. Um, but it's, it's just like they try and do a few references to other movies in there as well. So there's a reference to obviously brain dead or dead alive in there and it's just oh my god it's just it's um i don't know why how people can actually like this film but um the tagline for it is more gore than a bomb in a bush shop what yeah it's um it's it's ridiculously gory obviously it's all um practical effects there's well i say all practical effects there's a couple of CGI effects, namely the, um, the alien ship that lands and flying around when two of the humans um, get in there and um, take over the ship and start flying it around the countryside. And it's just, it's just pretty fucking poor, to be quite honest with you, in a nutshell. Um, there's a reference to the Watchers, the Watchmen in there as well, um, because there's a scene where... Uh, this guy is trying to run away from these aliens because these aliens are just intent on killing left, right, and center. And uh, this guy runs it into what I can only describe as a liquid shit house. Oh god! Um, so you have like it's a, meat, a liquid manure. So he basically he goes in there and he uses a like uh, an, oh <laughs> <laughs> wait a second hold on <laughs> what was that. Who who did that? Wait, I know what that was. Who did that come from? What was that? Would that? Have been Brian. 
That was a squeaker. That was uh, <laughs> a, little, a cheek squeaker. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, that was a cheeky one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. Go on, Shane. Yeah. <laughs> I heard shithouse, and I'm like, oh, here it comes. <laughs> yeah, basically, this guy blows up um, a liquid manure um, building. Try and killing all these aliens out, and the worst part of it is, wait, he has, kills them? Uh, no, it explodes the gas. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> so basically, he um, <laughs> he he sets his lighter up, and the worst part of it is, he goes into this liquid. Sh- he goes into the shit hose to lay in wait. And when I say lay in wait, as in he submerges himself in liquid shit and waits for the aliens to come in before he jumps up. It says, surprise, motherfuckers, or something like that. And then he lights the lighter and, um, yeah, boom. So, um, actually, that's probably the only decent scene in the entire movie. And then it basically later transpires, as the spoiler alert, when the film ends and everybody's been killed off, um, one, of the, uh, one of the female aliens has sex with one of the humans. And gets nice. pregnant. And basically, right at the end of the film, there's like an alien TV show where um, this, uh, it's kind of like, oh, I think Jerry Springer, represented by aliens, where this alien is chastising this woman for having sex with an English guy and getting pregnant. And it's kind of like got the whole tagline, it's like, I had sex with a human and I'm not, now I'm now I'm pregnant with his baby kind of deal. <laughs> so it's, it, this film is just so bad. It's, I don't know. It sounds really, pretty fucking awesome to me. Yeah. It's, it's really <laughs> fucking awful. It's, you got alien sex. There's shit houses. I don't know, Shane. <laughs> it, it doesn't wow. sound too bad. I will say, um, the director of the film, Jake West, like you said, he mm. did a bunch of, he, he's like a, a documentary guy. He just does a ton of yeah. documentaries and stuff. Uh, he is the guy that made the the multiple video nasties documentaries, which yeah, I thought are actually I, really good. Yeah, he did those. He also did um, a segment. I think it was the segment for ABC's Death as well. He directed Doghouse. Yeah, I like Doghouse. Yeah, so do I. But um, it's like evil aliens. No, just no. So he cut his teeth <laughs> on evil aliens, but he improved in Doghouse. Is that where we're going? Oh for? fuck yes, yes, definitely. <laughs> I'm sure that's not a bad thing, you know. You got to make a few shit piles errors. before you yeah. get to uh, a few the Garden of Eden. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Where the fuck are you going with that one? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know, Shane. I think you might have sold me on this one. I might want to check this out. Oh, good god! <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of. I'm a little interested in it. That wasn't the intention, guys. The intention was that you were supposed to like agree with me and say, yes, Shane, this movie's awful. You won't watch it. <laughs> Not that you were going to go fucking watch it. As soon as you brought up Jerry Springer, I was like, I don't know. I don't think this is too bad. No, it's I just did... a tiny It's a tiny segment at the end of the movie. That's it. You know, it's just oh, okay. like, yeah. I, there is but, a picture uh, on IMDb here of one of the female aliens with huge tits. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, I'm... Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I know what I'm doing today before E3. Oh, good God. You're going to watch that disco sex movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
see, I, I mean, I know a few people who have watched this. Oh, yeah, this movie's really cool. See, the thing is, the aliens in it, they kind of look like a cross between a xenomorph and a predator, in a sense. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, that, it doesn't bode well for it. You know, it's just, they look like men in rubber suits. The only saving grace for it, for me, is, um, uh, oh, what's her fucking name? Um, the Horror Channel Girl? Yes, Emily Booth. Ah. That's the only, the only saving grace I've got for that film is her, because um, she doesn't act too much, but when she does, she gives it her all, but she's actually quite entertaining in this. Um, <laughs> but other than that, I genuinely refuse point blank to watch this movie again. Smart. All right, Shane. Mm. Well, I, I don't know. I'll be honest. I might check that out. We'll have to see. But I, I do want to talk about, even though you <laughs> refused to do it because you couldn't find the IMDb page, <laughs> which definitely exists, and I just texted it to you. Honestly, uh, yeah. Well, I've, I'm not on Facebook at the moment. I'll literally. Oh, okay. So I'll read it later. <laughs> well, that movie is one Shane and I have discussed a few times. Evil from 2005. Oh, uh, this it's, movie a, sucks. it's a Greek zombie movie directed by Georgios Nusius. That's probably not how you say it, but that's how it's spelled. Um, All right, hold on. Uh-oh. I think he's actually looking it up. Yeah, I'm going to look it up. <laughs> so, basically, it's a, you know, it's a mid-2000s zombie movie um, filmed in Greek, and it is extremely bad, and probably... There's, there's two parts of the movie that make it really bad. The first is the sound and the music. Everything that's a, a sound effect or uh, or music is at least twice as loud as the dialogue. Yeah, oh, that's the worst. So watching this movie, it like hurts your ears. You, you turn everything down. I mean, I know you, if you... I don't speak Greek, so the dialogue doesn't really matter. It, you might as well be watching it on mute. The other part is the camera work is headache-inducing. Like, you get nauseous watching the movie. It's almost all shaky cam, and the cuts are back and forth and left and right, and it's like, there'll be, like, a shot of just two people talking, and it'll it'll jarringly cut from, like, three different angles. Over the course of one second, it'll be like, boom, 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 boom. And you just, you get so sick watching this movie and i'm not talking about like the gore or anything just like it is made terribly um yeah so much so that i don't know it, it it's a real chore to make it through it and, and it honestly cools down a little bit as the movie goes on like towards the end of the movie it's not nearly as bad i don't know if the guy just got sick of making as many takes when he was making the movie as he did in the in the first part uh but the the, the first half hour or so is excruciating to watch it's just an assault on your senses um also another thing that does not help is the dvd copy i have of this the resolution in it is only 480 so everything looks like shit it it's just garbage in terms of the picture quality it's all fuzzy and you can't really see what's going on too well so it's a difficult movie to watch (laughs) and it's like not even going into what the movie's about some scenes have a buzzing noise in the background that yeah. is so loud. I'm like, what is that supposed to be? Why is it there? Oh, it's it's horrible, absolutely horrible. Um, they, they he steals shots from other movies. Like, there's it, it's essentially a 28 Days Later ripoff kind of, 
and you know, there's shots where he's supposed to be walking through this big city and there's, you know, there's nothing there like those great shots in 28 days later, but you could tell like, no, this is just, there's just nobody in this part of this, of the, in this abandoned part of the city. Like there's old broken down <laughs> factories and I don't expect people to be walking around there anyway. Um, there is some horrible CGI in it. Uh, muzzle flashes look really bad. Um, you know, there's a, there's one or two exploding heads that are CGI effects and those aren't good. The other effects honestly aren't that bad. Um, some of the, you know, they've got like some gut tearing and some, uh, you know, some heads coming off and stuff. And those are all perfectly manageable. Um, looks like, you know, your average run of the mill zombie movie. Uh, no real serious complaints from the special effects. I can't really comment on the acting uh, because I, I don't speak Greek and all the voices are overdubbed so poorly that the, the timing of them doesn't match their lips. So even though they're actually speaking Greek and, you know, the, the, the audio is in Greek, it doesn't match up with the mouths. So it looks like it's fucking just, you know, taped over. They might as well have dubbed it in English. It would have been just as good um, with matching up with the lips. But I don't know. It's, it's a really bad movie, um, mostly because I, I find it so hard to watch. I don't think the story's that bad or anything. You know, it's a zombie movie. The, the, they open up some... Uh, old tunnel or something and I don't know if it's a, a gas or a, some type of virus or whatever gets out and people start turning into zombies and biting each other and it's Ryan's squeaker gas yes exactly a little squeaker <laughs> gets out and all hell breaks loose and the music is super loud and it's all techno and like heavy metal riffs but you could tell like it, it I don't know it, it seems almost like they just got these from like free websites that give out this stuff <laughs> Um, so I, I don't recommend anyone watch this. If they're zombie fans, this is not one you need to check out. I would probably, I would say this is more difficult to watch than, uh, Lake of the Dead. Um, only because it does physically make you ill to see this movie. (laughs) Maybe that was the intention. I mean, I turned it off after 30 minutes. Yes, I know. That's the hardest part to get through. Yeah. I had to turn it off. I just couldn't fucking watch it because it was so awful. It was so bad. Um, I know. It was just, I, I was like, I would, every time I, I fucking sat there, I'm, I'm like, I'm going to kill Ryan. What the fuck is this shit? You know? Yes. It was, and I, I have never forgiven you for sending me that. Well, maybe, but, you'll, maybe you'll change your mind, Shane, because there is a sequel to this. Fuck off! It's called <laughs> it's called Evil in the Time of Heroes, and it, it's both a sequel and a prequel because it, it directly follows the events of the first Evil with the survivors or some of them anyway. And it also appears to be a prequel because it go it, some of the images of it, it are like back in the time of like ancient Greece, and the movie also has as its lead <laughs> or on on the in first billing is Billy Zane. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> Starring in the sequel to Evil. <laughs> yeah, I promise def- you, Shane, I will track down a copy of this and I will fucking send it to you. You better fucking not, mate. That's what I'm going to say. Because I will not watch it. I'm going <laughs> to send you this along with my copy of Evil because I don't want it anymore. Yeah, and you'll get them back both broken into pieces. Guarantee. I will never watch Evil again. I'm sure as fuck I'm going to watch Evil. <laughs> <laughs> maybe Shane, maybe the sequel's better. You know, it's, it's going by that that you know his That's first remake was terrible. Maybe he got better on the second one. 
that's highly unlikely. I think he actually got better as the movie went on. Like it, it towards the end of the movie, you're like, "Oh, this isn't so bad." It's just a, at that point, it's a regular zombie movie, and you're like, "Oh, I can see what's happening here. There's nothing, nothing that hurts my head. Nothing that hurts your head." No. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. So, oh, yeah, no. the first yes. evil really bad. We'll have to we'll no. have to wait for an update on Evil Two from Shane to see how that one turns out. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and you'll get a return to sender on that one because I'll fucking. <laughs> I'll be like, oh yeah, what's this? Yeah, Ryan, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna trick you. I'm gonna send you some good stuff, so you're gonna be like, oh, this is cool. And then yeah, I'll just one send day, it straight. Yeah, I'll just send it straight back. It's gonna show honestly. up one day. I'm gonna hide it inside like a candy bar package or something. And you're like, oh, this looks good, and you open it up, and it's fucking evil too. Then yeah, delete. Then block. <laughs> then, um, <laughs> then the podcast the pod- ends, folks. Shane just leaves. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so yeah that was horrible so um i also watched thanks to mike's recommendation a 2010 film called hiss three s's three s's so you gotta add the extra s's when you say it mike could could you talk a little bit about hiss from what you remember um from what i remember it was directed by uh what's her face jennifer lynch who is uh david lynch's daughter and um originally she wanted to make this a uh like a romance film or a love film or whatever and uh but the studio i think from what i read this was like no we're gonna make this a horror movie now so they had to like edit it differently to make it a horror film so right off the bat this is gonna be like a lot i know um but from what i remember some guy he's only got a couple months to live he wants to capture a cobra in hopes of like getting something from it and it's like a it's a shape-shifting like female so no, he, he captures the male lover of the shape-shifting female oh i'm sorry and um he uh he hires like people to do it and one of them is like no i'm not going to do this and uh the snake turns into a really hot woman and she kills everybody. And the CGI is fucking atrocious. And <laughs> it's uh, it's really awfully... Awfully is not a word. It's really... Um, really bad. Yeah. So don't watch it. <laughs> it's it's on Netflix. Like that, that's all I seriously remember from it. I don't know if I like completely zoned out, but I originally wanted to watch it because it was done by Jennifer Lynch. I was like, oh, cool. I mean, it's gonna be David Lynch's daughter. I'm not really familiar with too much of her past work, and if I am, I don't know if she directed it or not. And it sounds um, really weird. You're like, oh, Snake Lady. You're like, okay, I yeah. And over that. And I went on IMDb. It's like, oh, it's only got like a three out of ten. And then I watched it, and I guess I gave it a rating on IMDb, and I gave it a rating of one. Yeah. So, so uh, I don't, but I honestly don't remember the rest of it. I think I just completely zoned out, or I like did something else. But yeah, yeah, it's it's. I I said for a while that this is also one of the worst movies I've ever seen because it like it was such a mess. There was like so many different. You could tell that this movie was shot one way and intended to be another. It was. It was just a. It was just a mess. Like a low budget, just clusterfuck. Yeah, I. Oh. So I watched this on Netflix because I thought Mike was going to discuss it. <laughs> two for two on this one. <laughs> Sorry. 
<laughs> but um, I'm actually kind of glad I did because this is, I think this one is is such a mess that it's almost worth like checking out because it's so fucking like it doesn't make sense at all um especially some of the imagery in it that's what i thought was kind of like one of the redeeming factors of this movie is it is that other than the cgi it's absolutely gorgeous it's beautiful looking there's great shots i think it was in india that they filmed yep. it and it it, there, it looks amazing the lighting is done very well in scenes that you could tell that were filmed by the director um the story is fucking cockamamie. It is just completely wacko. And you could... I, I don't know if she intended for this to be a Bollywood movie. I don't think so because there's so much nudity in it. But, like... I, and I don't think Bollywood has nudity in their movies, if I remember right. I mean, maybe they do. I, I You know, I, I haven't watched uh, any real Bollywood movies. But there's, like, there's like you know... There's random dance scenes in this where people just start dancing and there's a little dance number in one part that they, I know they do that in Bollywood films. Um, but then there's like a rape scene immediately after that. I'm like, whoa, what the fuck is happening in this movie? Is that the, what the two guys in the apartment? Yes. And yeah, like, that's, one I guy's, do remember that part. One guy's trying to watch Baywatch while the other one rapes the snake woman. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. And, it, and like Mike said, the CGI is... Uh, I'm going to say with the exception of um, uh, Birds, the, what was that movie called? Pand- Birdemic. With the, Birdemic exception, yeah. with the exception of Birdemic, this is the worst CGI I've seen. Uh, <laughs> it's like when she transforms into a snake, the first time it, or I'm sorry, the other way around, whatever, when she goes back and forth from snake to human, the first time it happens, it's completely practical effects. And she's like pulling off the snake skin. <clears throat> And it, it, it's sort of like a little body horror-esque, but it looks good. You're like, oh, this is kind of cool. Every other time after that, it's just like a fucking sci-fi channel CGI snake lady that looks atrocious. Uh, every now and then, there's a practical effect with her makeup, but the rest of the time, it's just, it's god-awful CGI. And the actress herself, uh, she mostly plays like a mute, like she can't speak English because she's a snake. Um, but there's like real funny scenes where like she swallows eggs whole. And it's like this actress putting an egg into her mouth and being like, oh, oh, like taking it down as far as she can. <laughs> I don't know. It's just really funny. Um, but speaking of her, the actress is absolutely gorgeous. She's like, and she's like, I don't know if it's her or if it's like, you know, like a, a um, some type of body double or something, but like she's naked for like a good portion of the movie too. I was so, looking at the uh, trivia on this, and she refused a body double and did all the scenes herself. Really? Yeah. That's what you got to do. Yep, that's a true artist is what you got there, <laughs> playing the snake lady. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I like how you keep calling her the snake lady. <laughs> like she probably has a name in the movie. Okay, she is. She is cast. Her name is Malika. Sherwat, Sherwat, and okay. she's cast as Snake Woman. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was unexpected. <laughs> oh, man. So I'll stand by my Snake Lady reference. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, I did love, too, when they introduced that, that the, um, the white American guy that has brain cancer. Like, he's, like, pissing on a fire, and his piss is getting all over the other guys that he's with that are trying to sleep by the campfire. 
And his first line is something like, I may have brain cancer, but I could piss like a racehorse. Like, what? <laughs> Why is that his introduction? And his name is Mr. States. Like, who chose that as his name? Oh, this is Mr. States. He's the American. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I laughed at this a good amount of times. And I also was astonished at how fucking long this movie felt. I, oh, yeah. Ah, uh, I, I fell asleep for a good 15, 20 minutes, and I woke up, and I didn't miss anything. Like, nothing had happened in between those, in, in that time I dropped out, so I didn't even go back and watch it. I just, like, kept going, plowing through it. Um, there's, multiple, there's, like, multiple scenes where somebody does something evil, like either a guy's trying to rape a woman or somebody's being a, just a dick, and then the lady turns into a snake and kills him, and then there's a police investigation afterwards into that murder. And then it moves on to the next scene of a guy being a dick, the snake woman kills him, and then there's a police investigation afterwards. And this happens like five or six times in the movie. It's like you could have cut half that shit out. Just have it once or twice and then, you know, lop this thing down to a, a quick, you know, hour and 15 minutes or so. Yep. Because the, the plot does not, it, there is no plot really. I, Mike told you the entire plot. The guy's got the snake. He wants a snake lady to somehow make him immortal or something or cure his cancer. It's both. It like it does both, and there's oh, like insinuations that he wants both. I don't know. I don't understand how that works. But she's also she also has something to do with people getting pregnant because until the snake lady is makes friends with the cop, his wife can't get pregnant or something. I don't know. Weird, weird movie. But what I'm what I'm more interested in there's a documentary made about this movie about Jennifer Lynch trying to get this movie made. And I'm like, that's what? yes, that's way more interesting than the movie itself. Um, I just looked it up. What the hell was it called? It was on the trivia. But, but, but despite the gods, a 2012 documentary about Jennifer Lynch um, trying to make a Bollywood Hollywood movie. And, okay. And all about how this thing fucking just fell apart. And I'm like, oh, I want to see this now. Maybe maybe this is on Netflix. I'll go look it up. So, yeah, uh, I would say this is not worth watching the whole thing for, but watch the first 10 minutes of it because it's so fucking <laughs> bonkers. And then, like, it's just skim through it and hit a couple parts, like watch a couple of the killing scenes, see how bad the CGI is. It's funny to watch, but I'll see how the documentary is. And, you know, like, <laughs> I'm fascinated with it now. Now I'm like, oh, I want to know what the fuck happened with this. How did it end up like this disaster? <laughs> Over curiosity, yeah, I think. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like I said, it, it may have been okay on paper, but that the execution was terrible. Yeah, yeah. And I think what ended up, she probably, it, like you said, she tried to film it as a love story. But was the love story like about the the woman that loves her snake? Yeah, that's what I didn't get because I didn't get much of a love story vibe from this at all. Like, unless they really like rewrote the script because the, the the snake woman kills everybody. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, where's the romance part of that? But at the end, uh, did you watch like the full end? No. Okay. So, spoiler for the end. Uh, <laughs> she she eventually makes it to the white guy's hideout where he's keeping her snake lover. It's it it which is just a big rubber snake. It's not a fucking a snake man or anything. It's just a big rubber snake. 
Of course. And she gets there, and I forget how, somehow the, the, the rubber snake ends up dying. And the woman spends literally ten minutes rolling around on the ground, holding this rubber snake, screaming at the top of her lungs. <laughs> like, rolling back and forth. Ah! 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 She's got this, she's flapping this rubber snake around. It is fucking hysterical. And then, <laughs> and then the cops... Um, He's got, like, a rookie partner that just joined him in this snake investigation. And the rookie partner takes a bullet for him. And the guy's holding holding his his partner as he's dying in his arms. And he's like, oh, no. And at the same time, the woman is still rolling around screaming about the dead rubber snake. And then the cop, like, loses his shit and just, like, tackles the cancer guy and starts beating the living shit out of him. It's, <laughs> it's such a fucking... And the woman is still screaming. It's such a weird sequence. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck is going on in this movie? But an oddity to be sure and a definite terrible movie. Um, but I I think like they could make a half in the bag or not a half in the bag, a, a best of the worst out of this thing because it's terrible. But it's so I'm hoping they do one day because I, I would love to hear their thoughts on it. Yeah. Yeah. So, Shane, are you interested in checking out his? Fuck no. <laughs> it's on Netflix. It's, it's on Netflix, man. Get on there. I don't have Netflix. Nah. <laughs> yeah. That'll show them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> I don't recommend paying anything for this. If you have Netflix and are slightly curious, like I said, watch the first 10 minutes and see what's going on. Um, but that's about it. Don't go out and search for this movie. No. So that about does it, uh, unless you guys have any other ideas of terrible things that you've watched or any other worse movies that you've come across. No, I could have gone with Alien vs. Predator 2, but I've decided against it. Um, I could have gone with a whole host of movies, but I just, no, just didn't want to, <laughs> in a nutshell. Yeah. I, I, I'm trying to think of other movies I would have ranked like a 1 out of 10. Um Oh, I know one, but it's only because of previous films that had come out. The um, the Boogeyman series. Uh, the first Boogeyman is an '80s slasher, and it, yep. it's it's fine. It's okay. Like it's actually pretty decent. I liked it. Um, the sequels. There's there's two or th no, maybe there's three others. They're all scenes of the original Boogeyman edited with new footage added. And, like, by the time you get to the third one, you've already seen this fucking, the original Boogeyman movie three times. Oh, my just, God. Uh, it's unbelievable. Like, and the guy that made this is one of the worst human beings. I forget what his name is. Because he makes people watch these movies. And it's the same thing over and over and over again. Um, so, yeah, that's that's definitely a one out of ten. The, the Boogeyman sequels. Now, these aren't the remakes from the 2000s I'm talking about. I'm talking about the original 80s movies. Although the, the director was still making sequels to the original in the 2000s. By adding footage to it. What a dick. There's not many... Uh, like, I gave... I'm looking at my IMDb listing, and I only gave four movies a 1 out of 10. Um, I gave Cruel Jaws a 1 out of 10. Oh, which <laughs> was on, a... <laughs> Because it's it, it pissed me off while watching it because I just watched all the Jaws movies in succession. I even watched a um, 
a Russian Jaws movie that went straight to YouTube called Jaws 37 or something. <laughs> and that was like a like a fun, like a bunch of kids not knowing how to make a movie. So I gave them like, you know, props that they actually did it. But like Cruel Jaws was a 1995 TV movie. And it was just literally a ripoff of Jaws. Like they they like plagiarized some of the like script and they just completely made all f- like four Jaws movies into one and it was terrible. Um, Hiss, I gave a one out of ten. I gave Day of the Dead Bloodline a one out of ten. <laughs> and I, I z- oh, I gave that a zero out of ten <laughs> because you know it. I gave it a one because it is a film technically. Um, <laughs> and then uh, I the fourth one I gave a one out of ten to was Massage Parlor of Death, which is on prime video and the whole movie that's all hour and seven minutes long of it is just literally people going to a massage parlor and getting killed and it's like that over and over and over again and like it's like not even well made people are like laughing in the movie and stuff like i don't even know how this is even a film (laughs) it's it's beyond terrible but yeah i gave a lot more uh, two out of tens than than one yeah. out of tens. Yeah, it's hard to give something like the lowest rating because there's always like one redeeming quality. You're like, well, at least it's got this, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, I, I just looked one up. I had forgotten about Santa Claus, um, directed by John Russo. I uh, think I watched that. <laughs> really? Yeah, Santa Claus. Yeah, with a W. No, I didn't watch it. Never mind. Okay, well, I'll just I'll just give you my this is a, I wrote a review for it on UHM. I'll just give my my final <laughs> thoughts on the movie. This movie is a steaming pile of crap and likely exists solely for the director to have women strip for him. The Santa aspect is a lame add-on, and just about every other aspect of this movie can best be described as incompetent. Still, Debbie Rashan does an okay job. Avoid at all costs. And, and it's it only... no, go on. I was going to say, I gave it a two because Debbie Roshan was actually okay in it. Like, she was decent. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to give the low, and the lowest rating I could give on that site is a one. So I'm like, I'll give her one point, you know, <laughs> one tick. And, the, and that was directed by John Russo? Yes. John Russo, who wrote Night of the Living Dead with George Romero and also wrote Return of the Living Dead. That's insane. It's, yeah. it's, oh, it's, it's sickening. Like, after watching this. I'm like, this guy's a scumbag. Like, he's a real piece of shit. <laughs> well, um, in hindsight of various bits and pieces, um, I did put a video up on Instagram yesterday. Um, and oddly enough, I didn't actually get that many replies. Um, but uh, I had um, my buddy Liam. Um, he said the movie They, the film about the Night Terrors. Um Lone Wolf 33 said Freddy vs. Jason, May, Stitches, and VHS. Um, Annie, my tattooist, she said um, Skinwalkers. And, oh, Skinwalkers? Sh- yeah, it's a werewolf, Wendigo type movie. Um, Is that one with uh, Wesley Snipe? No. Uh, oh, that's Gala Walkers. Never mind. Yeah. Um, and Crim- she said Crimson Peak. And she says she. Oh, that wasn't she, that bad. Um, no, she says it. Um, she says it pains her to say it because she's a massive Guillermo del Toro fan. Um, Rich, the uh, Rich Rich Soddy, the other tattooist in the studio, he said he watched a movie called The Rake. Um, <laughs> the Rake which was The Rake. He said it was absolutely fucking awful. 
Um, he, we should maybe get him on because he actually solely, I think, looks for movies that are get maybe like two stars or less. Oh, you know, real expert. Huh? Yeah, just for shits and giggles. Um, but I've, yeah, I've just had somebody um, comment, and uh, oh, what was it? They said uh, Greasy Strangler, so bad it's good. Did yeah, you, did another? Did one of them say stitches in VHS? Yes. That's unbelievable to me. But people have varying tastes, don't they? I mean, yeah, but those, I mean, even if you don't like it, those aren't even that bad made movies. I, I feel like, like, I've, I've, I put a post out, I think it was like a week ago or so, on a couple places looking for bad movies. And you'd get people like, oh, the Baba Duke or. Yeah, you know, something, yeah. I'm, I'm just like, well, if, if that's the worst movie you've seen, you have not seen in a lot of movies. I see like the witch get thrown out there a lot, and it's like, well, yeah, yeah I, I don't. I, then I, I always think back to Zombie Lake every time I see one of that. I'm like, <laughs> that's bullshit. That Papa Duke is or the witch is like the worst thing you've ever seen because there's so much bullshit out there. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it, get, it gets kind of ludicrous with some of the movies that are out there. But anyway, that's a start of movies that you should not watch. Um, I think is really what we came to. So if you do come across any of these, let us know what you think, or uh, let us know what your worst movie is. Send us an email, and uh, you know maybe we'll go over it. Yeah, maybe well, we'll... I'm, I'm sure this will do one of many uh, podcasts of this. Oh yeah, because there's so many of them. Yeah, I'm sure the more I think about it, I'll be like, oh yeah, that one was terrible. But anyway, I think that's all we got for today. Uh, anything else you guys want to bring up? Nope. No. All right. Well, you can uh, hit us up on our uh, Gmail. All you need is bloodpod at gmail.com. On our uh, Instagram, all you need is bloodpod, the Facebook group. And uh, you can find me on Twitter at Ryan Tudelo and on Facebook and on the upcoming horrormovies.com message board. Um, what do you guys got for contacts? Um, you can find me on Instagram, Dead Cell Society 74, uh, Twitter, Dead Cell Society. Um, you can find me on the UHM forum. You can find me on the UHM and the All You Need Is Blood podcast groups on Facebook. Um, I am on the Facebook page, UHM Facebook page. I am on Instagrams, where I only put like a record of the day, an album of the day, because I don't know what else to do with my Instagram. <laughs> and... Um, yeah, I'm on the UHM forum as well. So. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining me, fellas, and uh, we'll come back with some more ridiculous movies next time. Hopefully we'll get a guest. And, um, yeah, that's about it. We'll uh, cut this one out and say bye for now. Ladies. Peace.